Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. Today I have the pleasure of being joined by Kerry Sexton. Last time Kerry came on the podcast she was a PCA pro. Now Kerry would you like to briefly introduce yourself, tell us what you do as a profession and also update us on your current sort of status with bodybuilding? Hey guys, um, and first of all, thank you, Danny, for having me on the podcast. Um, obviously, yeah, like you said last time, I was a PCA pro, and now I am an IFBB pro, which obviously has always been the goal. So yeah, it's great to be back and to be able to introduce myself as an IFBB pro. Um, so around like competing and everything like that, I'm an online coach as well. Um, I have my own weightlifting brand, which is actually it's taking a little bit of a turn. So I'm spinning things around and pushing it in a different direction now, which is pretty strong. So I think um, if you guys um, do follow me, you'll be seeing much more from that. So that's one of my goals away from competing is to kind of just keep going with the brand there and sort of relaunching it, I suppose you could say. Um, but yeah, that's, I don't know, that's a little bit about me, I suppose. <laughs> Cool. So when did you actually achieve your pro card for those who don't know your IFT? My pro card was, I achieved, I was like, oh my God, what date is it? I can't even remember. It was um, the 2nd of November that I achieved that. So last year, um, which yeah, it, it took me six attempts. So it was quite a long time, but it's, it's one of them things that I now look back at and think if I didn't go for it back then, I wouldn't be sitting here today with you guys saying I'm an IFBB pro. So it's, it is, yeah, it's definitely like a crazy thing to think about. Um, but yeah, if I take it like right back, I, so I'll just, I guess I'll just go into a little bit of a journey of how that kind of happened then. So obviously it's always been like, it's always been my goal um, since like entering the sport, but it was always at, at the kind of start, it was kind of like a, it felt very unrealistic. So something that like I looked up to, but never thought that like I could possibly achieve that. Um, so, so yeah, I kind of, I think it was like in 2018, I went, I was learning the poses and then completely like threw myself off and was like, oh, I'm not ready. Like I won't be able to be any good or anything like that. And actually didn't go for it in the end. Um, which I don't know if many people really know, but yeah, that kind of that kind of happened. Although I had a really successful year that year and achieved a lot in 2018, I still just didn't really believe in myself. Um, it wasn't until I kind of thought, you know what, like I'm getting older. Like, okay, yeah, I'm only 27, but I'm getting older, and like I really feel like why am I holding myself back now? I need to just put myself out there, see where I'm at, and you know, if it's not something like it was my goal, a very strong goal. I said. I will be IFBB pro by the end of the year. Like, and I kind of stood by that. Um, and yeah, so it was still, it's one of them things where like, I didn't quite fully believe it, but I was trying my hardest to believe it. And then um, I actually was prepping, I was meant to finish off my season at like July, August with that IFBB pro card. But um, at the beginning of the year, I um, last year I got really, really ill. Um, and that resulted in me having to call it a day with my prep. Um, and to be honest, with all the rules and everything that changed, um, I didn't think I was going to actually be able to compete last year. Um, my coach had told me kind of like at the time he told me no, like, cause you've been so 
like ill, like you, you, you can't, I'm not prepping you. Um, and then they changed the rules and I, it kind of put me in a position at where I was going to be at 14 weeks out and I'd been ill for like six weeks and I'd just come out like at the end of it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was quite, it was quite a tough time because I thought like that was it. Um, but at the end of the day, like that's why I think it's so important to have like other things to focus on as well. Like I say, like, like your business. So for me, my online coaching and like pretty strong and um, posing and just like helping other people and boosting your social media and stuff like that because if you just rely on the sport and that's your only focus if it gets you know to that point like for me where it was taken away and I could not like do it what else have you got left so yeah. I think like it is really important and you must know that as well like for other people to have a different focus as well like off the side which helps in your prep anyway um, being focused on other things um where am I at? I'm going right off on a tangent now, aren't I? Um, so, um, yeah. And then I begged and begged and begged my coach basically to, um, like I was like, I'm fine now. I'm fine. Like, please, if you show any signs of like that I'm ill again, like, come on, like I won't, I want to finish the year. How I said, like with my FBB pro card. Um, so yeah. And then, and then I just kind of kept on going and did six shows in eight weeks. Um, two UK ones I did, uh yeah i did the british uh which was my first one um then where i placed first in that but it was it was like i was i placed first in every single show that i did so even in like um like all the places that i went away budapest where did i even go um i can't remember budapest um i did the fit parade which was <coughs> I don't know, basically, I did six shows though, <laughs> all across the country in eight weeks. It is literally, it was still like a bit of a blur when you think about it. I literally didn't have any shows planned. I just literally got off stage and was like, well, I've got, I've got a first, I'm close. The judges like what they're seeing. They're telling me just to come back. So I'm like, okay, cool, where's the next show? Okay, let's go home, like wash this town off, book a flight, get ready, onto the next. So it was literally onto the next, onto the next for like, that whole eight weeks. Um, the longest period I had, I think, was the like two weeks or something like that. And um, yeah, that was the Iceland gap actually. So Iceland is where I turned pro eventually. Um, and that was the hardest two weeks. That was the hardest two weeks. I, uh, I honestly thought that like I couldn't do it. Like as in, I had literally felt like I have given my all over these last five shows. Like I can physically not do anymore. Um, and then I think it was just that, I think my dad had said something to me um, when I said like, I'm done, like I can't do anymore. I think he said to me like, you're not done. Like you've got this, like this, like you've got to do this. And then I sort of sat there and thought, you know what? Like it's always the hard times when you want to pull away that something's about to happen. Yeah. So I just thought, I'm just going to have to go for it. Um, so yeah, there we went, went to Iceland and, um, I, yeah, I just, I kind of had a really, really strong feeling at this one. I felt confident. I'd done a few things differently in my peak week and a few things like that and felt just a lot, a lot better by the end of it as I got through this like hard stage. Um, and honestly, Kerry, like that's one of the, the best things about your mentality as a competitor, your sort of resilience and determination like you 
you don't stop until you get what you've set your heart on and that's brilliant and that's why yeah. one of the reasons why you're so successful yeah I suppose I suppose so it's, it's weird you don't really like look at yourself like in that kind of way do you but um yeah I suppose so I guess that's what I but that's what I would always tell someone else like you and I know that you would probably be the same and you would just keep going I mean obviously it is one of them things and like you can end up jeopardizing a bit like your obviously your social life your health like if you had known me in them like eight weeks like it was fine probably for like the, the four and then it got intense and that was all I wanted so I was tunnel vision like yeah get out of my way kind of thing but at the same time as well being like obviously social media is quite a big thing documenting like my journey and obviously my physique and stuff like that like there was like a lot of people basically saying like why is this girl still going and why doesn't she stop and all this but the way I saw it is like I think it would be different if I was placing like you know um third yeah and not getting into the overall then obviously I would like I would reconsider because I'm not like stupid and like I know I have to keep you have to keep like realistic and real with yourself you know if you're placing like third to fifth each time maybe you need to kind of pull away for a little bit longer and assess actually do you need to make bigger changes somewhere along the line or um you know but seeing as it was just first every time and every time I got off stage it was like um I'd come second in the overall or like oh it was a hard decision and like carry on going these judges telling me carry on going and I'm like ah like, this is so frustrating um but yeah eventually obviously that day in Iceland it happened and yeah it was just yeah it was really strange I've got I've actually got full body shivers like talking about it it's so weird <laughs> it just shows how much you care and that's such a good thing um so since then since you turned pro what has been your focus in terms of improvements Do you know what to be honest um I would say it is like all like me as a whole so my whole package like down to literally like posing everything but I would say it's always going to be hamstrings glutes um it's to be honest it's been trying to control my quads um because they get quite big and <laughs> I, I actually I actually have had quite a few people message me like are your quads too big for bikini but it's one of the things you have to remember if I'm standing just now like without flexing then it barely looks like I've got quads so it's like it's one of them things obviously I post photos where my quads look huge but you know it's all angles and stuff like that but um yeah so I've been trying to control them that's been completely like taken out of my plan um and I just hit them on a leg extension like every few weeks that's basically the plan just so they don't completely wither away but um but so they're not being like targeted specifically um hamstrings and glutes i'm hitting like twice a week but to be honest like when i look last year i my split was completely different so i was training like three i think i was training three lower days if i can remember correctly or was it four it might i think it was like i think i did like hamstrings glutes and then it was like a um a full upper and then it was a rest hamstrings glutes rest hamstrings glutes um so it was like it was like a lot of hamstring glutes and my upper body really took like a beating kind of thing as in it just completely started to go i remember as i was like 
cutting. I was thinking, my shoulders are going to come out soon. Shoulders are going to come out soon. And they just kind of didn't. Whereas, like, in 2018, I was hitting more of a split, which was, like, it was it was hamstrings, glutes, um, and quads. It was, like, full lower at that point. And then it was, like, uh, shoulders. Then it was back, rest, glutes, um, shoulders, back, rest. And it was just like that. And I had a really well-balanced physique, like, all over. So I think, like, in, yeah, in, last year, I felt like I just, my shoulders just completely, like, they still looked good, but they weren't what they could have or should have, in my opinion, been. Um, like, on a whole, it sounds weird, but I generally wasn't, like, I wasn't happy with my physique last year, to be honest. I don't know whether it was because, obviously, it had been a hard year anyway, um, in terms of, um, you know, being ill, and then I, I tore my calf at, like, 10 weeks out, and so there was always quite a lot of stress, like, around me. Um, so I don't know, obviously, that probably did have a contributing factor, like stress does. Um, but also my diet was like very, very like low in calories. We were trying to get ready like quite quickly. Um, maybe didn't allow enough time um, with like being on higher calories just to see how it did respond and stuff like that. So yeah, it was a big learning curve like for myself last year and then completely different this year because um, I'm with a different coach, which in itself was like a huge deal because um there was nothing like wrong with my coach that I was with. It's like when you get to like, we're still on good terms, speak to him still like speaking to him yesterday. Um, but it's like when you, I just felt like entering the pro league, I just wanted to try something completely different and try and just bring back a bit of a different look and try a new method and see what like different training plans are like and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it was a thought in my head that I might change coach, but then one of the best coaches like who obviously coaches the current like Miss Bikini Olympia reached out to me and I was like wow congratulated me on like turning pro and then we just kind of got speaking and obviously like my like the person that I've always aspired to be like is actually um Issa like I've got comparison pictures from like when like she was pretty much like a no one from like right at the beginning of my journey which is quite something and then for obviously her coach then to reach out to me and say that I have like you know my structure is quite similar in that fact of like Issa and stuff like that I was like wow like this is crazy so when yeah we we just got talking and then he took me on and it's quite exciting because I'm obviously the only UK like athlete that is coached by him and like yeah it was quite a big thing not reaching out and kind of gave me a bit more confidence because yeah. you know you always you never think you're like that great but when someone of that level kind of is feeding you with these things it's quite like you know it knocked me it knocked me back really um and I guess like I'm not the most confident like I'm not the most confident person like I don't always believe in myself and um I am really really scared for what like scared and excited but like yeah, I am quite scared for this year, really, to see where I do kind of line up. And I guess that is just because you do put quite a high expectation on yourself, but you do train to win and you do want to win. But obviously, it's now I'm starting right at the bottom again. So it's going to be a case of like working your way up. But, you know, at, at the same time, you're still like, I really want to win. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. That's for sure. Um, and... I'm, I'm kind of set on like, um, cause you're probably wondering what show anyway, cause I haven't really said much about what show. Um, 
I think I'm thinking Alicante, um, yeah. which is in eleven and a half weeks, I think. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that's that's the plan, and I'm just gonna again like I'm gonna see how I come in, and if I come in and I'm not really that happy with how I'm looking, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it basically. Um, Kerry, yeah. what is your goal for your next show? So, what do you want to achieve at that show? Well, um, obviously, <laughs> I, I want to win it. <laughs> obviously, I do. Um, but being real, like, obviously, I think I want to come top three. You know, I do. Um, it's it's one of them. It's just one of them, isn't it? I don't know. I don't really know. I just. I just hope that I bring the physique that I want to bring. And I guess that's going to be like, I'm going to be able to see how I come in there at the time. Um, I, but I think I'm bringing a completely different look this year anyway. Um, it's been a completely different like experience down to like training, to food, um, everything like that. So I'm really hoping, I'm liking what I'm seeing at the moment. So if we can just keep on like holding on to the muscle, which I feel like I lost last year um, and obviously some because I've put some on, then... I think I will like what I see. And that's the most important thing to me is that if I do this show, then I just want to know that I do, I'm bringing something that I'm confident in and that I know that I can have worked any harder, you know? But yeah, it, it would be silly for me to say I'm going into a pro show and, you know, I'm, I'm aiming, like I'm not, I haven't got an aim or something like that. Like I'm going to go, I'm trying in my head to push myself that hard that I can win it, if you know what I mean. So at least I know, I'm like, I'm trying my best, you know? Definitely, 100%. I think it's really important to set goals that are relatively high and have an element of like realism in them as yeah. well. Yeah, um, like there's definitely some realism there. Like, uh, I don't know, like I have, I'll just be open and honest. Like, I have had a lot of like doubts. I have had a lot of doubts. Like even like my boyfriend would say, like he was, he's sometimes said to me then, why are you even getting ready for this show if you don't think you're going to win it or something like that? Like, so it's something even like at a pro level, like we all, all of us get these feelings and they're not every day. They're not every day. You know, some days I wake up and I'm like, yeah, like I could win this. <laughs> and then, and then some days it's different. It's just having, I think a balance. And I think having a balance with the both is quite healthy because you know, it keeps you, it keeps you ticking really. Definitely. And so you briefly touched on training in regards to your training split, Kerry. Has yeah. anything else changed about like your training programming or your nutrition since you've turned pro? Okay, cool. So um, where do I start? Okay, so I will talk yeah, a bit about training, I suppose, at first. So um, at the moment, I'm training. Um, I have two days off a week. Um, and I'm training, so I'm doing what I'm starting with. Um, my training day starts like on a Monday. So I'm actually at the moment going in with a full upper session straight away on a Monday. Um, and my split is a little bit different at the moment. Like I've been allowed to sort of change the days because um, obviously all this stuff with like COVID and stuff like that. Like I have been in a gym recently. Um, but I've had to work it around like being in the gym on those days kind of thing, if that makes sense. So I've been doing legs then on a Tuesday. Um, and then I've been doing uh, back on a Wednesday, then taking um, a rest day. 
and then it's in with um, hamstrings and glutes and then it's shoulders. So I'm doing one, like one full upper and then I'm doing like a back and a shoulders, but my full upper session is quite a long session. So um, I'm literally basically getting a full delt session and a full back session in, um, which is which is like working really, really well at the moment. And I've definitely noticed um, a massive change like in my upper body just by bringing like those extra days in. Um, I'm hitting more like, whereas I didn't really last year, I'm hitting more like tries and buys like a lot more. So I've noticed a really big difference there as well. Um, and like I say, I'm not hitting quads um, at all really. Um, so it is mainly like uh, hamstrings and glute focus. My rep ranges, um, so they used to be like, I used to do quite a lot of like, I don't know, like six to eight or eight to 10. And then I would like, cause I've always just done my own training. So I've done like six to eight, eight to tens and stuff like that. But I've always ended in like a drop set or on my like third set, I've always ended in like a drop set or a super set or something like that. Um, Whereas now every single um, every single movement is 15 reps, um, and that's not to say that like the weight has got like lighter because it hasn't. Like I'm still I'm at like I don't know 280 on the leg press for 15 reps, like nice like decent reps. Um, you know like RDL is the same, like 42 something like that. So just like keeping really really strong, but on higher reps, and I'm getting a like better pump and I'm feeling more mind to muscle connection. And that's just, yeah, that's just like what's on, on my plan. And it's been like a wake up call really, because I've always been so stuck in my ways of like, like even with like sumos and stuff, um, just getting like eight to 10 reps. And then I think it was like, obviously um, my other half, he, he's done like, he's out with one of the best coaches like in QA and stuff like that. And for him also to be training at 15 reps, that was a wake up call. Cause I'm like, what? Like he, so it was hard for me to trust this whole 15 rep thing when I got given the plan um, from Ricardo. And then when he's like started doing 15 reps to, like as well, I'm thinking, mm, okay, if he's got the best coach, literally like he's, he's got the best coach as well. And I have, and they're both telling us to do this. There's got to be something in it here. So yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been really good. I'm really enjoying hitting like the higher rep range. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's different. Um, in terms of, um, food, I would say like if I took it back to like when I first got, um, first started with him, it was a very big shock, like really big. So my protein is like very, like very high, which yeah, it's, it's like, I think even at the moment I, I actually might be able to, might be able to pull it up. Um, because it might be interesting to you. Let's see if I did. Yeah, so it's like it's it's over. It's at like it's just under two hundred, <laughs> which is absolutely crazy. Very high. Seeing as like I'm only like what do I weigh? Like fifty eight or something kg. Um, my fats are high as well. Um, so if I take it back when I first got with him, like I say. I got this plan for and like it was an off season plan and my carbs weren't they weren't that high like I'm used to being on like in an off season like 300 350 grams of carbs or something like that and and yeah it was at I think it was at like 140 grams of carbs and I was like whoa no what the hell is this but I'm like trust it if he's working with these athletes like it's working for them like let's just trust it and then a really big positive came with that my fats were at about 100 
which is like extremely high. Um, my cycle returned, which um, I took like a, I think I took like four and a half weeks off straight away after all of that showtime, which I'd never done as well. But I thought like, I need to, like, I need to be in the best position to grow. And I think like, that's something that people forget, isn't it? Like you need your hormones to be in the right place, to be like in an optimal place to grow. So um, yeah, so that was my, that was my aim. And as that, like, as if by magic, it came back straight away at like four and a half weeks. Um, so that was really cool. And I think that was a big deal to do with rest um, and real recovery. And um, obviously then the high fats too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was... Sorry, um, were you doing any like cardio or anything during those four and a half weeks or did you come no. rest? I completely rested and um yeah it was um it was interesting so for like anyone who hasn't done that before um like it's it was cool because after you get off stage so for me like after you get off stage you like you like how lean you are like you just do don't you you don't really want it to go quite quickly even though you're like yeah i need to grow and i need to put on body fat and this is health yeah well yeah, you, you, you kind of don't really want to get like your, your leanness to go that quickly. Um, so, but for me, I just found that it was actually easier for me to stick to my reverse diet and everything like that. Because my, I guess my stress levels in my body were just like so much lower. I just forgot about food. It was the weirdest, it was the weirdest post-show. Like it was, it was just the weirdest thing. Like my hunger started picking up again when I started training, obviously. But like, it was a really, really nice time. My body just felt so relaxed and I didn't have to like be anywhere to train and I could like socialize and like my hunger levels would like dipped right down. And it was, it's just completely the opposite. You would think like, you would, you'd probably think like, oh, no training, no cardio. You're going to gain like more fat. But yeah, it was just, it was just all right for me. I just would really highly recommend it. Um, so yeah, I would say that's something that, a lot of people should do it. I think in the UK, especially, or I don't really know, like, I think, I think men do it more yeah. than females taking the time off. Um, but it is totally like, okay to do that. Um, and like in that year anyway, like last year, I had three weeks off, I had four and a half weeks off. Like, so yeah, I think it's really important just to sometimes take the time and just take the time mm -hmm. away. I think it does you the world of good and you've got to remember like you have pushed your body to the extreme during a contest exactly. and people yeah. think that like you know they'll consume a big post-show meal and they'll be full of food and then they'll be like right I can't wait to go and train and they'll immediately like rush to train yeah when in reality you just need to rest and you need to allow yeah. you to be a little bit of break a break exactly. um and it was it was good because it's like it's pushing away from like um so I don't know, it's pushing away all from that like guilt training and stuff. Like, you know, you don't want, you don't want to train post-show. Like no. you don't, like as much as anyone can say, I can't wait to hit a leg session. Oh, I'm all fueled up. Like to me, I'm like, no, no, just no. And I actually got into like, so it was like two weeks in and I was like, still haven't really got this urge to train. I'm just going to keep going until I have got this. Then it was like a four-week mark. I was like, right, okay, at four weeks, I'm going to go. And then it was still like, I'm not really feeling it yet. And then I, I found, like, I think it was like maybe like a week. I went like once and then it, it just kind of, yeah. And then, and then I wanted to do it again. But I think it's, yeah, and that helped me, I think, massively this year. So, 
not just physically but mentally as well like imagine how fresh you were after having those four and a half weeks off and how ready you were to go back into training rather than just actually forcing yourself through the motions of training because you feel like you have to exactly and that's yeah so it's just about being like kind to yourself and like yeah it was a bit of a struggle sometimes like mentally it was a bit like you know because you do go to the gym just more like sometimes more to like get rid of stress or like whatever but yeah I just stuck with it and actually ended up really enjoying it and definitely will do it again so and I even had photo shoots like booked in and I still wasn't training so it wasn't it was just yeah it was just all right really um but yeah so um I would say like it's been like obviously with all this lockdown stuff it's been like really really strange because it's been like one minute you've been like cool I'm like 12 weeks out and then it's been like I'm not and then it is and then so I think one thing that's been like a blessing really is the fact that obviously I was actually prepping at the start of the year um I was only prepping for about four weeks but I actually think that I wasn't ready at that point to even start prep and I think I just got a bit excited my coach was like you know what like honestly you don't need as much time off like you you're just like putting your self down now we've kind of like revived your physique again like you're going to come in fine um you're going to be really competitive but um I think and I was like yeah 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 and then I think I just like started like not ticking the boxes to be quite honest with you and that's not like me like that's not like me at all so then when all this COVID thing came it was kind of like a bit of a like obviously it was scary like most of us like I wanted to like protect my health I was like I don't want to put my health like at risk by being on a prep um but at the same time it was like oh this is a blessing because you know what actually I don't even want to be on prep like it made me realize it didn't want to be so it gave me like a whole extra what 12 like 10 to 12 weeks of improving and I feel in that time has been like very valuable and I think it's really like it's really helped I've still had like my cycle regularly um, which so I've had like five in a row which for me that's probably the most I've had in a row for like four years so like I know that I'm in a really good position um and it's been difficult because food's been really high, which sounds weird. Like it's because my carbs are still not that high. It's that bit's a bit like weird, but my food in on a whole is still like for me, which is really high, like 1850, which for someone of like my height and build, I think cutting on that and actually seeing results is good. But it's been a really big learning curve because it's just shown me that like, if you just give it time, obviously we've had no option, but to give it time. So it might've been a completely different story if, it was literally 12 weeks, let's go kind of thing. Um, but yeah, right now like, I haven't had changes made to my plan and like, like I'm looking completely different now and I'm really starting to see the results and I'm still only on like half an hour walking, which is like 4.5 K steps <laughs> and just half an hour on spin bike, which I'm used to doing like, I think at like what, like let's say 10 weeks out last year, I was putting on like 1000, like, I don't know, 1,150 calories or something like that, 1,200, and probably about an hour and, like, a half cardio. So, yeah, I feel like it's different, <laughs> very different. So, Kerry, with bodybuilding, who inspires you and why? Um, it's, I don't know, it's, it's one of them, like... There's obviously like a lot of people out there who like inspire me with like their physiques and like their 
mentality but like i don't know i'm quite inspired by i don't know if this can sound right i'm quite inspired by bodybuilding for what else it brings to you as well like a lot of people do inspire me and i've learned like a lot from like all different people and seeing other people like pushing past like huge challenges i guess other people in general inspire me like you know like just other people in general out there who are also on the same journey and overcoming like you know some people have like illnesses and they're still prepping and some people have like you know deaths in the family and still prepping and it just i think it just it's just one of the things that is a big like inspiration on the whole because it shows you that you can really like dig deep through things and it can enhance your life in so many different ways more than just bodybuilding like you can take like what you learn from bodybuilding and put it into like life things and like your job and your career and if you have the same mentality that way or kind of you'll be very successful if you can stick to a prep and you can put that translate it into life my hands are going all over the place so you can't see but still um then obviously yeah you'll just be really successful but i can't really fully like i don't know i can't really fully say like to be honest it's a weird one i don't know but that makes yeah. complete sense what you've said though kerry and i completely agree like bodybuilding can teach you so much and it can really show you what you're capable of and where you can push yourself to so yeah. I, I completely understand that and it was a really good answer <laughs> i think so what is your end goal in bodybuilding kerry well wow <laughs> it sounds mad saying it but wow the goal is to be Miss Bikini Olympia. Yeah. I've never said that like out loud. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, obviously like that is the goal and that's, that's the, that's where I will try and take myself. Like I really will. It's, it sounds to me even when I say it like quite like, I don't know, quite like laughable really. Like, I don't know, but cause it is such a big, you know, to be number one with in the world, like that's huge that is that's huge but yeah that's that's where i want to kind of go with that really winning arnold's and stuff like that um yeah <laughs> no, that's amazing and i think it's really good to say your goals out loud and i think like i've been one of those people in the past who's never wanted to say like i want to do this i want to do that yeah. but actually i think it is important if you want to really believe that you can get there you've got to be able to say it out loud I think you're right and honestly like yeah that's the first time like publicly <laughs> i've kind of said that and actually yeah it's made me feel a little, a little bit sick actually but yeah that what why am why else am i like in this like why else i think that's what you've got to ask and like if if someone wants to sit there and laugh at me for saying that then like cool but i think and that's probably like what you thought you know if you say things out loud like i want to turn pro or something you're gonna think sometimes we think about what other people think about us yeah. but i think we just have to take them people completely out of like context and just think like we've got this one life if we want to say we want to do this then why the hell not like let's do it let's do all we can to to try and do it at least definitely i completely agree and i like i said that's one of the things that i like about you because you set goals and then you do what you need to do to get there and you don't let anything get in your way and it's that i think it's important to have a certain element of confidence if you wish to achieve achieve certain things yeah yeah exactly as scary as it is yeah i i just think yeah that's the goal isn't it so yeah <laughs> so for people that are maybe new getting into competing carry what 
sort of say three main things would you give them three main pieces of advice would you give to them so like honestly i would say and i'm glad i kind of did listen to myself but i'm gonna take this back just a little bit so when i so i think i like i started with a, a coach at five weeks out from my first show okay so i was already like in obviously a good position um and like this this coach was told by a few people like not to take me on um that she'll never do good she'll never win a show um her shoulders aren't big enough literally all these comments like thrown at me it was recorded i heard it out loud like things like that so um i would say don't listen to anyone like you are gonna have like all these things that come above you people until until you keep doing it consistently maybe for like a few years then people will start to like understand but just keep going if anyone tries to call you out on it or thinks like you're not going to be good just keep going just keep going because like i say you will learn so much more that will translate translate into your normal life as well and that is valuable so um yeah don't listen to anyone I would say make sure that you know you invest into um you know invest into the sport in a way like you are working with like a good coach um you do put you know all of your time into posing um you realize that how much it does cost um so to just make sure that you are i guess aware of what this sport like how much it is and what you kind of do have to do um what else would I suggest? um well you said three things I'm trying to think um <laughs> um just as well like make sure that you're not so comparing yourself to say the likes of let's say me who's been in it for like four years or daddy who's been in it for like four years i think as well like make sure you remember that we all start somewhere we all have a starting place um so my physique was never what it is now so you can't ex like don't put so much pressure on yourself to think that like you know like you need to be looking like this like now like go through your journey and appreciate the changes and then like us you can then look back and realize like how far you have come and i think that also would lead on to like another one is just really appreciate the journey and where it takes you and try to enjoy like every single every single day that you get to focus on this journey and just be really truly grateful even for the hard days because like i say like it it can be taken away from you and i kind of felt that on a level like last year when it was kind of taken away from me so just kind of like really just embrace it and just enjoy it get out there meet people learn things go to seminars posing seminars different meet different people and um yeah just be you and like people gravitate towards you like like you have to me kind of think like Danny you know yeah so it's just one of them just kind of take each day as it is yeah no I think that's really great advice Kerry thank you so much for joining us today it's been a really great podcast and um, where can people find you on social media so I am Kerry Sexton underscore IFBB pro um, and thank you so so much for having me on here it was it was really great. I felt like I waffled on a little bit, but yeah, hopefully some of you guys have taken something away from this and um, it will be really interesting to hear anyone's feedback. So do feel free to drop me a DM, like I say, at Kerry Sexton underscore IFBB Pro. For anyone interested, I will put Kerry's social media links down below so you can just head straight to her Instagram, etc. Um, but thank you so much for listening, guys, and I will see you in the next one.